Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. something a new way a new understanding a connection some comfort you've got questions and light on living puts the spotlight on all the answers so you can shine lift and lighten the load of life's challenges and learn simple and easy ways to live a healthy happy life you'll gain insight and start to see things in a new way that motivates you you're invited to hear new see different and feel more as Lisa shines the light on living everyone welcome to light on living i'm your host lisa berry and we are jumping into the third of the fourth episode for this amazing series i love unwrapping themes and this is a great one because i think we need like 12 of them but lead amazing woman lead is a book filled with just inspiring like areas of your life in which we lead from and then how we can lead better. So today we have two of the co-authors. We have Dina Breslin up first here, and this is the fifth and sixth essential power of mastering your mission. And Dina is doing the essential power to master your voice. And I'm gonna give her a little quote and an intro here, but I'm gonna welcome her onto the show first. Hello, Dina. Hi, Lisa, thanks for having me. <laughs> Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much. You have, this one seems to have the, um, for me today anyways, like the most like energy around it because we all do have a voice and now it's a matter of how we use it. What are we saying? What are we doing? <laughs> mm. So true. So, so true. I, I'd like to go, I'm going to read your quote that goes along with this and then a little bit about you and then we'll, we'll dive right in. So the essential power to master your voice. There was a time ago when our voice was stolen. Life's journey has brought us here. We must and can reframe those traumas and forgive. Now is the time to recover that voice and regain its power from our true voice we lead. I love that from our true voice we lead. Like it's beautiful. I, I love that. <laughs> and oh, thanks so uh, much. You're welcome. That is so inspiring. I'm going to ask you where that one came from. But everyone, Dina Breslin holds 25 years of experience in sales, marketing, leadership, and success coaching. A former physician assistant, Dina is still a passionate advocate for holistic and integrated health and wellness. Since 2009, she's been a top leader and founding member of Touchstone Crystal by Swarovski. Oh, I had to practice that one. The, <laughs> the at-home jewelry division of Swarovski, U.S. Dina is certified by various coach schools and programs, including high-performance coaching and trained the trainer, taught by esteemed mentors Brendan Bruchard and Jack Canfield, respectively. Her practice includes one-on-one -on -one coaching, small business group workshops, and masterminds. Love masterminds. She is a single mother of three amazing teens, whom she says is truly her best or her best teachers. Connect with Dina on Facebook, Instagram, and we're going to give you all those those links and everything after but 
Dina, you, your life sounds so full. I get, you know, and then the, we've got this voice. What, how are you, why did you pick voice as the essential power, mastering your mission? Well, it's so funny because I've actually been working on um, this process for the last couple of years myself, um, making sure that my leadership voice um, is specific and effective in terms of influence. And so that's kind of, it was, it was kind of a no brainer. I, I've been doing way more um, speaking engagements, writing, obviously this, this is the second chapter that we've worked on with Marsh and you know, that I've worked on with Marsh and two beautiful books have, have come from it. Um, yes. So it's really something that it's been on my table for, for a few years now. And so I, I kind of went backward. I sort of reverse engineered where it came from, like why ah. um, this is in front of me. And if I go, if I went far enough back, and which is what I did when I wrote this chapter, you know, I realized that, you know, all of us have different experiences through our life that change the course of what comes out of our mouth and what, what the thoughts that, that sort of precede what comes out of our mouth. And, um, and so that's what I did. I, I went back and I sort of reverse engineered it and, and, you know, took a look at the trajectory of how I got here today. I love that. I love that you said my, you called it, um, you, like you have a, it's like it has its own name, my leadership voice. And yeah, how, that is so true because you're right. Like as a mom, a mom, you know, we get teased and we say, oh, you have a mom, she's got the mom voice on or you know, we have that authority, but specific and effective, oh, fabulous words. Wow. Um, yeah. To lead. Yes. Can you just talk about that? Why is it so important that we are specific and when, when we use a leadership voice? Um, because, well, first of all, we have to lead ourselves. I, I think, you know, last year when we spoke, I, I really wanted to make it that impact that we are a leader of one before we can lead anyone else. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we start by being connected uh, to ourselves and to our thoughts and to our beliefs. Um, but the reason why specificity and effectiveness is so important is because we can put out so much, and today we can be bombarded. You, we're all bombarded Ugh. with lots of things happening, lots of voices, lots of opinions, lots of thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so we want to be real specific on what matters, what is important to say, um, what is vital to say in order to have mm -hmm. lasting relationships in order to have to strengthen and deepen relationships and to have the sphere of influence that we really want to have in this world. Oh, that was when you said oh, a vital to say, oh my goodness, I, I touched on this in the live, like sometimes we, there are things that we wish we would have said because that would have, you know, allowed a certain conversation or certain path, like, like we said, a course to take action and or to unfold, let's say, be created. Yeah. Uh, and so when you say about what, what is it? Okay. So I'll go the opposite. I like how you said reverse engineered. What would it look, what does it sound like or look like when somebody is not using their true, like their true voice? What's the, what's the opposite? What if they're not using the true voice? What voice are they using? Um, they're using a fear-based voice, an egocentric voice, um, a voice from potentially their past that, ah. you know, we all have both voices. We all have both sounds in our minds. We have the true self, we have the ego self, you know, um, and it sounds like fear-based, it sounds like you can't, it sounds like um, 
anger. It sounds like irritability. It sounds like shame, vulnerability. It, it sounds like um, bigotry. Um, it sounds like racism. Yeah, all those judgments. So that, yeah, judgment. You know, it, it sounds quick. It sounds sharp. Um, and most of the time, we are the first ones to hear ourselves think in these ways before yes. we even do anything, before we even move or act or say anything. We're the fir first person that feels this sort of onslaught of, of those, those thoughts. Yeah. Is that more of um, I wonder, because I'm thinking, yes, like we tend to do that, like quickly and first to ourselves and in there and, and almost more so unless we've really practiced and worked really like hard on this. But are we doing this to protect ourselves or because it doesn't sound very protecting. It sounds really damaging. <laughs> Why was that? Well, initially, oh, that's so brilliant. That's so brilliant. You know, initially, that's what it, where it came from when we were four five and six. You know, we started to separate ourselves. We had this new autonomy from our parents. And, you know, we the ego is a part of ev childhood evolution. Mm. You know, it sort of um, gives us the the safety net, the safety zones, if you will. Um, and, it, and it guides us, guides, you know, where to go. That wasn't safe. And then we start to create and form and embed these subconscious beliefs that, Either some of us regain, you know, we sort of regain our true self voice by our 20s, or we don't. And mm -hmm. if we don't, then the layering of the ego voice and the fear-based stuff and the limiting beliefs and the uh, doubt and low self-esteem just kind of, it can grow over time. And, you know, it's really our life's journey, Lisa. I really feel like it's our life's journey to be aware and to hear and to listen, be good stewards of listening to for our own self. Mm -hmm. so that we can be a gr good leader of ourselves, you know, and not going down the path of, you know, um, things that are addictive, you know, right? So, mm -hmm. like, lots of times ego will take us down paths that we didn't anticipate, whether it's overeating or whether it's pornography or anger or um, violent interactions with people we love. You know, it's, it's a lot. It could be, it could manifest and it can look like a lot of things as we become adults. That's interesting. I'm imagining those, um, all of those pathways you just mentioned, I feel like we do, we are curious about them and we do tend to explore them. Like sometimes I know when you're a little kid, you, I, I remember this cause I, and I can say this without too much judgment on myself. I remember testing my mom at sometimes and I would say, I hate you. I mean, I really didn't, but, um, that I knew that that was going to hurt her I, and it made me feel poopy, but when you're little, you do explore certain things. And then I love that you said it's, I don't know if the right word is our responsibility, but I want to say that. Like, I feel like it's our, yes, it's our responsibility to check in and go, wow, did that, was that productive? Was that good? Was that effective? Was that helpful to me? Did it uplift my heart or my light or? And a lot of times when we're that age and, you know, preteen, teen, in our twenties, we don't even hear it or see it or recognize that there was, we could have done that better. Right. But it is our life, right? It's it's our life's journey, though. If we're if pain is following us, and ego voice is the master voice, mm. right? Mm. It shows up by your late twenties, your thirties. It really does show up, and yes. you know, you know, it can it can hit you over the head like a ton of bricks. But the point and the beautiful part of the chapter, and I give kudos to Marsh mm. for inviting me to you know do this with her, 
and really to look back over, you know, where did a my voice come from? But it really does come from looking at the the robbers of the voice, looking at where all that kind of started in my life and forgiving mm-hmm. and, you know, sharing that forgiveness because forgiveness isn't just like, oh, I forgive them and then right. living out the exact same way. Forgiveness is like as an ongoing process and then gratitude. So forgiveness and gratitude toward the folks that maybe um, weren't at their best when I was at those formative years. Yes. I love that you brought that up about forgive and gratitude. I have a big question about forgive, but I have to highlight, I, I love what, that question. Is pain following us? Like if somebody's yeah. looking at that, if you, if anybody listening right now, if you just stop for one second, ask yourself, is pain following you? Because if it is, okay, like that's just a massive, awesome question. I love it. I'm highlighting that one right now. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good way to identify the forgiveness piece. I love that you said that. It's like, oh, we can say, well, I forgive you. Okay, I know I should. Uh, It's the right thing to do. And I'm supposed to feel better for doing it. But we don't. If we we don't learn how to forgive, first of all, are we able to express our true voice if we do not forgive? Um... You know, you can, you can, but again, it's really the haunting thing that pain follows you. And, you know, I look at it like, yes. it's so interesting. I look at it like almost, you know, cause I'm a science person. And so I look at percentages, like what's the percent of the time that you're in your true self voice and what's the percent mm. of the time that you're not, you know, and I don't, I don't even mean speech. I mean, living. I mean, truly living, meaning the voice is an outward expression of what you're internally connected to, right? So I, I, you know, as I'm teaching my teenagers, you know, I can observe and we all get the opportunity to observe from the 5,000 foot view our lives. And I get to observe my kids, my team, you know, people I'm in relationship with. I get, I, I practice that in myself and I get to look down and go, hey, is it 80% or is it 20%? And I just say, flip it. I say, flip it. If you're in 80% fear, anxiety, um, you know, irritability, staying stuck, if 80% of your world is that, then flip it. Make mm. that your mission. We're always mm. going to have, you know, ego voice. It's never going to go away fully. But- Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Can we diminish the percentage of, of how and how how often we live in it? Right. And the, and the hurtful parts of the ego. Yes. I like it. I can imagine. I think you need a t-shirt. It just says, flip it. Flip it. <laughs> just... We did it. You know, it's so funny that you say that. I did a, a retreat um, with my team and everybody got a, like a, like a spatula, a colorful oh. spatula. And we did the, we did a flip it exercise. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love yeah. that. Oh, what did you do? Yeah. I got to ask about this. What is the exercise? So the exercise is you, you know, pair up with a partner and you tell them a story, like a really painful story, something from your past. Okay. And you, you know, it's, you, you, you share it in as, as much depth as you can in a few minutes. Okay. And then you have to immediately flip the story to what you gained from the story, from that experience, that was the most positive thing, and it, it made you the woman that you are today. <gasps> no, so you have to go through the pain sweet. of the story. You have to go through the yes. pain of the story in detail. And, you know, right. highlight the, the uh, usual sus- the suspects in the story. Mm-hmm. And then you have to, cre- you know, say the story in a way that frees you from it. And it's oh sometimes it's the first time that they've ever had to do that. Yeah. And it's, it's such an awakening, such an awakening. What a freeing experience. That is so cool. Honestly, I have like, right now I'm thinking, of course, of my, you know, dearest friends. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I want to do that with them, right? But yep. that is, because you know what, I want, how many um, people did, um, had, how many people struggled with finding the flip the benefits they did of it. oh they did mm-hmm, they did but you oh, know i'm okay. i'm pretty i'm pretty i don't do the exercise <laughs> so i'm walking around and i'm right. listening and pushing in and gently pushing in i mean it's a safe environment to get vulnerable um and that's that's yes. those are the kinds of things that i love spending my time doing i think it's i per- think that's, 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 my that's a One great way to purpose. lead Yes, yeah. and you're giving. Oh, I love this about the voice because now they're. Exp- would you say that? But on the flip side of it, are they now using their true voice to Correct. express that story? Correct. Oh my God. Correct. That is gorgeous. So the, again, the more that people do this exercise, this type of exercise, you know, the more embedded it becomes. The more that people can do it quickly, in the moment. Right. Okay. Okay. This is, oh my gosh, this is a hot stuff right now. Okay. So I'm imagining right now, some people are addicted to their non-true self. I need a word for this non-true self, but, um, uh, non-authentic voice. I like yeah, ego. So if I, I, I kind of like ego. Okay. You could, it's, I love, I love Napoleon Hill's outwitting the devil. If you listen to it yes. on audio, I mean, you're really hearing, you're hearing the devil's voice. I mean, it's, it's powerful. Just if you think of it in that frame. <laughs> Okay. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm imagining here, some people, um, they're so unfamiliar, like they don't know, like they haven't been introduced their, to their true voice for so long that they tell this other story that when they flip all these stories, all the, I love what you said, you're no longer haunted. Um, there's freedom. And, and in that place, I, I do believe you can step up and lead, uh, because what would you say? There's confidence. There's, um, what, what is, well, there's, what's there's a, an abundance of love. 
self-love is sort of just like oozes out and you know like that's the reverberation that the that the world needs yes that self-love you know like that self-acceptance and that worthiness and that light this is what you do light on living you know? Yes, I know. I love light. I think that's the best. Well, for me, for because I love that you originally started and said we have to lead ourselves. Yeah. So if we are this um, the the hurt ego, the the shamed ego, the lack of thing, we, well, we are leading. We're just not leading people or ourselves to a place right. that we want to go. <laughs> right. So, so, so certainly, misery loves company, and so yes. you can certainly be an influencer in that way. Yes. Yeah. Do we I want have a that? question. With leadership now, does leadership have to be lonely or tough? Um, I I don't think so. I mean, certainly, are there times when you feel like you're alone because you're? Ev you, how should I say it this way? The people who are doing the work to evolve, mm -hmm. um, sometimes feel like they're alone. But the good news, the best news I can share is that more and more, this conversation is happening more and more, which is why we do masterminds, which is why we yes. do group sessions. You know, like this conversation is getting loud and proud. This mm -hmm. is not something that's quiet. This is like more and more mainstream now. That, absolutely. Yeah. There's, I just feel like, okay, now we need a t-shirt line for you. There's the like, I need loud and prouder. I'm doing the work to evolve. <laughs> well, the, the loud and proud really does go with, with a voice. Um, on the live earlier today, I had shared with people because a question came to me and I thought, oh, I'm going to ask this question. <laughs> go, for me, sometimes like right now, I literally need to like, like shush just for a second to hear my voice so I can gather my thoughts and go, okay, I, I want to ask this question. Um, when we are trying to get to know our inner voice and, and work with it, is there ever a time where we should ask anyone else about what we, like, make, like say just we're so disconnected from our voice and we don't know where it is. Is there ever, um, how do we identify the right people to talk to and ask them about who we are and what we should be hearing and, and doing? Um, you know, I, that's a very good question. I think certainly the, the folks that are closest to us, however, you know, best friends may not be the right people. I don't right. even think, um, professionals yeah, are no... always the right people. I feel like that's, it's so beautiful that you brought this up because I have seen such amazing growth from the people in my masterminds, mm -hmm. it becomes this, and there's like six or seven people that go once a week together that talk once a week. And you, you know, after a period of three, six months, you get to know the people. And so yes. it's, a, it's a sphere of safety where there's no competition. There's allowance of vulnerability. So, I mean, like that, that's like where that. you got to develop. We got to seek and develop those kinds of, um, environments where we can ask for that kind of feedback. I love that. And then, yes, uh, oh, I have to write this down. So the, uh, um, a positive, I like that, no competition, a safe place to be vulnerable, creating, um, and it takes time, it may, you know, have these conversations to create an environment right. which supports, and you know what, we all take our turn leading then, and I guess that's how the oh, change. Oh, absolutely, in the, and everybody talks yes. in the mastermind. Everybody ah. talks. 
It's not just like, you know, I'm the leader and I do all the talking. I do the least amount of talking. You're facilitating. Mm -hmm. You're holding that space and just, yeah. Right. You know, actually, that's a great intro. Would you, okay, comment to the point where um, Lead Amazing Woman Lead is, a, is, I'll ask you what you believe that title represents to you and how masterminds will play a role in this. So for, for me, I'm, you know, I'm just welcoming more and more women to take a look at masterminds. I think it's something new um, for many. And that's part of, for me, what I'm going to be offering right, you know, in the next few weeks. I'm starting one on April 15th. Ooh. And I'm not starting one. I'm starting a whole push. You know, it could be 10 um, oh. with women all across the country. Yay. Awesome. So, oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there'll okay. be a nice wave of, of opportunity uh, for women all across the country to to do this, to be committed, to be connected, um, and to create that space over a period of a few months. Yeah. Okay. And on that note, actually, could we, could you let people know right now? Cause I, I want to be a part of this. So like, I'm thinking, okay, who, how do we connect with you to be committed, connected and create this wave where we are all in a mastermind having an opportunity to speak and not, and we are all leading each other and helping each other. So how can we get in touch well, with you? you? So you can just, anybody who's interested, just go head over to my website, which is dinabcoaching.com, and then just drop in your, your name and email, and I will send out the, you know, as soon as it's all ready to go, we'll send out the information. You can also find me on Facebook, Dina Breslin. You can find me on Instagram. Send me a private message, uh, dina.happyfreak, um, and, you know, fi or find me on LinkedIn. You know, Dina Breslin on LinkedIn. I mean, any of those social media places, spots, um, just message me and I will and say, I'm, I'm want a mastermind. I want to find yeah. my voice or, you know, that kind of thing and we'll get you get going. I think that's a beautiful thing. I get, I didn't know this. I'm loving that this conversation ends up going to mastermind. I will say my first mastermind that I was a part of changed my life. And that was back in 2013, 14. I, oh, I wow. could never have imagined that. And, and it did, it ended up being it led me to a point where I was able to lead. And so thank you, first of all, for creating this space, like not just one, but like 10, like just do a push of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With um, Lead Amazing Woman Lead, uh, and with this particular book, because we've got Rise, Amazing Woman Rise. I mean, Marsh is just, you know, creating this beautiful, amazing woman nation. Um, your it. role, yeah, yes, I understand. Yes, I know you're, you're doing this, um, the masterminds, but what is your best way to lead to have, best advice or, or coaching practices to let people know how to use their inner voice? How, what can they do in their life right now with that inner voice? Well, lead? the first thing I would say is because you brought this up that a lot of times we're not even aware of it. We're not even aware of the difference. So I would just say, begin with pause, begin with five minutes a day of quiet. Hmm. I mean that, you know, in it, you know, we're doing that more and more, right? In, yeah. in all different venues, whether it's healthcare or education, I mean, we're talking that mindfulness is being talked about, but are we doing it? Are we mm -hmm. getting quiet for five minutes so that we can actually under, listen as the thoughts pass, watch as the thoughts pass, let them pass, identify with, oh, is that real? Is that true? And in the mm -hmm. chapter, I encourage you to get the book. And anybody who's listening, yes. get the book, Lead a Mating with a Woman Lead, because I'm going to go through that, how to discern 
you know, there are a couple of different exercises we can do, but one is just really, if I could give one right now, it's just to yes. carve out five minutes a day to pause and, and just really just um, you know, hear your true self voice coming up. And when you say that, you mean put the phone down, put the all the things around Absolutely. you down, not pause to listen to something right. else, aren't you? Right. <laughs> right. I have to highlight that because that's um, – yeah, yeah, just to really do that. I, I get myself a little cup of tea, and I always kind of just like, oh, nope, I've got to be present here. Oh, it's amazing absolutely- what your day can be like. It can. It, yes. Thank you for that, for that um, clarity. It's amazing what your day can be like when you have set the intention for the day by just pausing and taking some me time. Mm. It already felt, I already felt like just kind of filled up thinking about it, you know, like just even thinking yeah. about having that time, we felt good. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, I absolutely hope that uh, so many people, is it, it's women and men for the mastermind? Yes, we could do, yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, whoever would feel, feel the need that would love to uh, take a, a more active role in um, specific and effective leadership with listening to their voice and using their voice, please contact Dina Breslin and it's dinabcoaching.com. That's where I'll send them to for you for now. Yeah. And I just love having this conversation. It's got me all fired up. <laughs> oh, good. Please. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you, Dina. I will be in touch because I want to be a part of the masterminds as well. And everybody, we're going to be right back with our second guest for Lead Amazing Woman Lead interview series. Okay, when we're back. of the holistic, spiritual, and conscious world. Om Times Radio, IOM FM. Being a radio host on IOM FM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. Om Times Radio will provide you with web relevance. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single Ohm Times endeavor. Host your show with Ohm Times Radio Network. Have you bought into the idea that you have to work hard for your money, that business is hard? I will share some dynamic access consciousness tools to get you out of your own way so you can create a business that actually succeeds. Join me, Simone Millicers, on the Joy of Business at 4 p.m. Mondays Eastern. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. This was um, the voice. Yes. Awesome. There's so many topics. All right, welcome back everyone to the second half as we continue the series for Lead Amazing Woman Lead. And this is where I'm doing beyond the pages interviews. I love um, talking with the co-authors Yes, about, you know, which essential power of mastering their mission um, they've chosen, but to take it a little bit beyond. And we did talk about just in the first half there with Dina, we talked about the leadership voice, like your, your inner voice, your true voice. But you know what? There's a foundation that is needed to be able to use that voice. And that's why we have Tanya Busby here with us as we go into the sixth essential power of mastering your mission. And that is with with self-love and i'm going to read her quote here um and then and bring her on but um but tanya says there was oops nope that was not tanya sorry (laughs) Um, she says that um self-love is powerful self-love is essential and self-love is the foundation for accessing our sacred gifts and uh, tanya I, i would love to just share about you and so people know you know what's going on and 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 who you are, and I apparently am trying to pull it up, and it is not here. So I'm going to come back to it in just a second. But I want, I want to just, um, I'll ask you if you want to share your main titles. Um, I have Dina's twice. That's why in front of me, look at that. And see self-love here. That we all make mistakes. <laughs> um, with Tanya, what is your your title, and what is it you do, and why did you choose to to go with self-love as as essential power? Well, my title is, I guess, jack of all trades. No, I'm just, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm most of all, I'm a, a human being and I'm a, a woman that, um, oh, yes. you know, th- that those are my, my, my two top gifts. But also, um, you know, I have my master's in, in health science and um, I'm also, you know, I do coaching and, but I'm a, an executive marketing and sales, I guess you would say. Okay. Okay. And so you're, and so with self-love, you know what, that's, that's interesting because you think about self-love and, I, you know, some people might've been waiting to say she's, she's a healer and all this, but marketing and sales, you, I feel like you really do have to have this beautiful um, self-love and, and your, your career can be good from it too, actually. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and yes, I believe, you know, that we're all healers and, and, and I believe that I definitely can and heal and, and take care of, you know, myself and, and, you know, my life. However, um, 
it's 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 taken a lot of self healing to get to that point. So, um, you know, just the the topic of self love is just so special and an enduring to me um, because it's not something that I've always held and you know held and had on my own. You know what? And as I do find um, my lovely little bio of you, I want to share this part of it that was really important is that um, everybody, Tanya is a sought after speaker in recovery on self-acceptance. And this is this is why I wanted to share this. You're a passionate advocate for women breaking free from domestic violence and codependency and calling upon her own experiences. Tanya co-facilitates co Owning Your Power workshops where she's valued as a voice, oh, that's funny, voice of experience, strength, and hope. And I'm so glad that I did pull that up to find that because you did share that you have a master's degree in the health science and you know public health but the recovery of self-acceptance this is where that love is going to come from um, and and helping women so passionately break free from domestic violence and codependency can we just sit on there for a second could you share with us um, what is what is a codependent when you say codependency what does that look like and why is that so harmful Wow, um, and absolutely <laughs> sit there for a second. You know, when I look at um, codependency, there's there's so many different ways to um, it, people. We all can people can be have different portions of codependency. For me, um, it's something that um, that I, it has affected me. Where I it, there was a time when I did I was looking outside of myself for the answers. I was looking outside of mm. myself for acceptance. I was looking outside of myself for validation. And um, I didn't realize, you know, and, 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 and a lot of that had to do with, you know, my upbringing and, you know, I was an only child. I also, um, you know, had a, had a parent in recovery. And therefore, um, I became not like, it, it's so funny because for me, it's, it, it, it's hilarious. I used to say I never thought that word codependent would ever even um, mm. apply to me because I'm such an, uh, a strong, independent, self-sufficient woman. I think I was I was born that way, and that it has nothing to do with codependency. You know, and which is so funny because the words can kind of get intermingled. You know how words can we can trick ourselves yes. with words, and. Um, but today I can say I can totally agree with lots of the portions, different portions of codependency, um, not necessarily having to link on somebody for their worth, but just that self-worth, that, that self-love, that knowing that alone that I'm okay and alone with my higher power is what I'm saying, not, not any vehicle, not any home, not, any, not my children. Um, you know, although I, I mean, I love my children with all of my heart and they're, they're and my and I'm my wife, I love my family, I'm a very family oriented person. But at one time that was my all my my worth was. That's all I knew. All I knew was that I was um Ricky, Brene and Jane's mom. That's all I knew. Like I, I you know, I, I knew that, that that was my worth. I didn't know I was, you know, <sighs> helpful to other women. I didn't I knew I was a good employee. I didn't know I was a great student. I didn't know like who, who I was. I didn't, I was a very young um, mom. I, I had my first son when I was 17 years old. So that explains uh -huh. a lot of why I didn't know who I was. So between that 
and kind of being a latchkey kid. You know, my mom did a great job raising me the best she could. And and for for me, I kind of had to stay in the house a lot. But, you know, that's okay. That's okay. But, you know, because of the fact that, you know, you know, I was safe. But um, mm-hmm. there's just a lot of tools and lifelong, you know, be survival schools, survival tools that I wasn't able to gain, and I had to learn them. And I, I learned really quick. I had to learn them. But there's just layers of life that came, you know, on to me that I had to, you know, experience. And and um, and when I, I woke up, I one day I was in my 30s, and I was like, wow, I didn't know what my favorite things were. I knew what my favorite things mm-hmm. were. And, my current relationship and when I was together as a family with my, you know, my three children and, and their father at that time, but I didn't know who I was by myself. I had never gained that experience. And so I like sharing that with other women because I realized that I'm not the only woman out there that has had that struggle of not knowing who they were. Um, I realize there's women that never find out who they are. They die never knowing who they are. They're just, so-and-so's husband or so-and-so's mom, but that's, that's the only thing or only title that they were ever able to gain. And, and for me, I knew, I've always known there was so much more. I just didn't know how to figure that out. And, and so when I say self-love is the essence of who I am today, I've been able to work through the self, work through self-love for myself so that I can gain understanding and know that, yes, I may be my children's mom, but I'm also other things, and, 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 and I love that. I love that. I've been able to discover who I am authentically and not be so concerned about what other people think um, yes. and be okay with being myself regardless of if you're okay with me being myself. And that, to it. me, is self-love. That is, I love the self-love part. And when you say about, um, you, most of us, not most of us, sorry, some of us may only know what we do. Like, this is what I do for a living. This is in my mom role, but we don't know who we are. And I love that you said, you know, you didn't even know what your favorite things were. And you didn't know who I was when I was by myself. And I'm putting this question out to all the listeners right now who, if, if you suddenly stopped, if, if you were to ask yourself, not have somebody else ask you, because we're going to have like a, a response, I think, that if somebody asked, you know, me, like, what is my favorite thing? I, I have that thing that I would tell other people. But wh- what is, is that really my own favorite thing? If I'm by myself, is that my favorite thing? You know, I wonder if that's different. You know, if we, you know, what the outside world, what we would, how we would answer versus how would you answer yourself? Did that, would that have changed for you? Well, I think I think so, and and I might have gotten the question just a little um, confused. Do you mind? Can you repeat that? Or I just wonder um, as we as we love ourselves more, I guess, know ourselves more, love ourselves more. I, I'm wondering if our answers about ourselves would change because we might have a set answer, like when we don't really know ourselves and somebody asks us, oh, what's your favorite thing? Um, or, you know, we might have a set response we, we always say, but really if we sat back and knew ourselves and loved ourselves more, understood ourselves, I wonder if we would get deeper and if those answers would change because we'd get to know ourselves deeper. 
I love that question. I'm so glad that I asked it. I just got a little, little distracted for a moment. I probably um, asked it really all over the place. <laughs> no, no. I, I love that. You know what? The answer is for, first of all, my favorite thing right now might be that I like to travel because mm -hmm. that's the thing that got in my life that came to my life that just made me get on fire about life and, and made me realize, oh my God, this is something I love to do. But if that's the only thing that I've done, then I haven't you know, expanded my horizon to new things. Well, right. maybe I start hiking and I realize, wow, hiking feels even better. It feels even more self-fulfilling than, than, than travel. So my new thing might be in six months that my favorite thing might be hiking. I guess right. what I'm saying is, is, is being in self-love is it's not stagnant. It's ever changing um, yes. because I'm okay with learning new things. I'm open and willing to try new things. Um, you know, the big thing for me is um, being open and willing. I hadn't realized how shut off I was from being, having this openness and willingness to try new things. You know, when I just, if you if a person says something and my first thing in my mind is oh no or i can't do that or you know even if it's in my mind not even coming out of my mouth i'm learning to i've learned to discipline my my thinking Ooh, as to yes. just because it's not something i know or just because it's not something or maybe i'm even ignorant of it i don't it's something i have no experience it's no should not be my first response you know mm -hmm. what about saying can you explain that a little bit more? Or, oh, I've never heard of that. I would love to hear your experience. Um, there's so many ways to discover new things and to have that um, evolution of favorite things and, 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 and that being yes. ever-changing if I am open. But if I everything's always no or if I'm in denial, myself in denial of just being open. I was in denial of being open at one time. Yes. I could be denial in denial of being open later on today. It's like a constant work, um, constant meditation is huge. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Um, sitting still, Dana was just talking about this previous to me, sitting still and, and, and asking my God, my, my higher power to help show me and to be open and to help me to understand and not be so close-minded. Um, because if I'm close-minded, there's no way I'll be able to evolve in my favorite things or involve in my self-love because I'm not willing to try anything new and I'm putting myself in a bubble. 
It is, I love that you actually said that two things there, which are huge for me, is um, for self-love, uh, you said, you know, about, being, you know, it's ever-changing, it's evolving, there's growth to it. And that is the exact superpower, essential power, I called it a superpower, essential power we do need in leadership, in leading, because if we don't change and if we don't evolve and go deeper and learn more and understand more, that's not going to make a really good leader, right? We, we, we don't need that. <laughs> the skills in, in leading. And I've often... I learned this years and years ago. I was actually, I went to counseling coaching because I wanted to grow. And I remember learning at that time what a definition of love was. And I remember hearing it's to be interested in, to be curious about, to um, care about, have concern. And that's to me, like when you hear that, that's what now though you're asking yourself those questions, like you're asking to understand yourself more, to learn about yourself more, to what interests you. And that self-love is really... Uh, how is that showing up for you um, and how you lead? How are you using that self-love to show others how to lead themselves in life? That's a great question. Well, at first I had to, I had to heal. I had mm. to heal and I had to learn to, to trust people. I, you know, we, we talked about in the introduction about domestic violence and, and, um, going through through that and and um that's not it's so funny because you you know i thought at one time oh if i just change this relationship i'll be healed and mm -hmm. and it obviously that doesn't work that way um it took a lot of work it took a lot of getting out of denial that just moving from one relationship or to another moving from one relationship to the next thing that i thought was the biggest and brightest thing that that wasn't the answer. The answer was to really dig deep and to, for me to really get into my, my childhood and to just see where some of the, um, some of the, I, I, it's not a negative thing, but just to see where some of those, you know, discrepancies in, in my life needed hmm. to be forgiven and to be healed so that I could let go of them. I had, one of the things I had done for so long is I just figured, you know what, as long as I don't, if I don't talk about it, it's not there, which is denial. If I don't, if I don't tell anybody that I'm suffering, that I'm not going to be able to heal. And once I started opening my mouth and saying, Hey, I need some help. I don't have all the answers and I, um, I'm in pain. Um, then I was able to, Feel that, um, and and it's so funny that I like. I mean, the longer I hold on to things and keep them inside of me, the worse they they get. I don't know about you, but so I realized I was I, I was counteractive to my counterproductive to my to my own healing. So now yes. you know, and today, so one of the things way I'm able to help other women is because I've I've I'm sharing with them what the, my own personal experience that um of healing that has worked very well um only because i you know i i learned i did things the way that i they were suggested you know i've, I've had many i've had mentors and coaches to help me along the way and um and you know like you think you mentioned counseling i've done some things along the way to help me and so mm -hmm. The first thing that I that I did was I had to identify the denial of my own authentic self, realize that I was not being true to who I was. 
I was the stellar employee, you know, and, and I thought that that's who I was. I thought, I knew I was, like I said, the parent, and I thought that's who I was. I, those were, I was just the titles of the, what society wants us to have, or, you know, what we think society wants us to have typically. That's, those are the things I achieved and those are the things that I was. But I realized that that's not truly who I am. That's just a part of me. That's not all of me. It's what you're able to offer and, and deliver, but what you have to be coming from that place. Like you'll be, you were a stellar um, employer, employee because you were coming from a place of, um, I, uh, well, were you, I guess, uh, not pride. Like you, you loved yourself. So when you come from that place, you can, you can be even a better employee. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And then you know your limits, you know, you're learning your limits and just learning to, to, to take, to listen more than I, my, than I talk and to take things in and realize that I don't have to um, be the answer to everybody else's problems, that I can take care of myself and do things. And mm. I used to be like this super employee. Like, I mean, I was just every goal that needed to, that, that they put in front of me, I reached. And um, mm. then I, you know, I realized, which, and I still do, I've reached goals and I, and, and I reached the goals that my employer and that I want to reach on my own company. Um, I reach those goals. However, um, not so much as a as a compulsion, like a workaholic, but more so in in timing. You know, I'm learning to just time and pace myself, and to do things in a way that we're balanced. Balance is yes. very important to me today. I should have a little fun. I should have a little work and. You know, I should also have time to regroup and love myself so that I can continue to um, be full and not and not burn out. I'm imagining I love you right now. I'm picturing you at work right now, like, you know, in my brain. And I'm imagining like you're reaching for goals. And I love what you said. I I've learned where my limits are. And I thought, oh, wait, that sounds like an opposite of a leadership. But let me think about this. So that is a huge point, I think, because when you learn your limits, now, because you have self-love and you're aware of that and you do care about yourself, what do you do now when you learn your limits versus what you did before when you didn't love yourself? Oh, my God. When I know <laughs> when, when, when I reach my limit, it's yes. like, okay, you know, it's time for me to go take care of myself, you know, I mean, and, and it's a beautiful thing, you know, same thing with work. It's like, oh, I've. I reached, I peaked out for today. I've done all I can do. You know, I'm not yeah. going to work all night, um, you know, but I'm going to go and take care of myself. And, um, you know, self-care is all kinds of things, whether, you know, so um, reaching, reaching my limit for me has been able to create the balance that I need in my life for other areas, my relationships, my, yes. um, myself, my, you know, my family, my um, just me, me time, me time is like, I, it, it, I'm an only child. It's so funny. So I, there's so many years I thought I did well being by myself, did well being alone. But um, it, at least I did for what I thought I was doing at that time. But for today, it's like, wow, if I'm going to be, when I have time, like all by myself, it's like, gold, you know, it's just like <laughs> platinum, I can go, I mean, to go meditate for five minutes, I mean, I'm to the point now where I just, I can drive. I drive a lot and I can drive to, to just pure silence and enjoy yes. it. And thank God for the, the thank God for peace. Thank yes. God for peace and quiet. Because I tell you, you know, 
knowing my limit is knowing when I need some peace and quiet. And that's a gift to be able to know that today. So yes, I, I agree with you on that. That's a gift. I love, that's amazing. So one of the, oh, this is huge because um, that is a great way to, to display leadership, knowing your limits and, and using self-love to recognize, okay, I love myself enough to say, this is my limit. And because of it, now I'm going to, self-care is going to kick in. Balance is going to be had because I'm not going to be overextending on one area and draining myself and making myself irritable. And that's not really self-lovey. Um, and I can see how that would be an effective way to step into a, a leadership role, even in yourself. And so that's, that really is a lot of self-love. I'm loving this. That's, that's beautiful. And wh with you right now, how are you, are you inviting people to join any of your, your coaching areas, like your, with your care or what's, how are you inviting people to step into their, their role as a leader? I'm launching, I'm going to, I'm launching and it'll be on my website, uh, um, a, a coaching program and, and me, for me, particularly my focus is on women, um, I, I like to work with women that are in recovery, um, recovery. from, you know, whether re in recovery from, you know, alcohol or addictions, um, and also recovery from domestic violence. So those are the, um, the areas that I typically, um, like to focus on. And yeah, I have, uh, they can reach out to me for, um, you know, the coaching programs and packages that I offer, but awesome. yes, that's, that's, that's what I do. That's what I'm doing. I do. And I love working with women. And I also do service and volunteer work as well. And that okay. keeps my heart full. That's something that I, that I do that, you know, just to give back. But I absolutely have coaching programs that I offer mm. as well. Okay, so we're going to invite them to you right now. Is the best way to do is go to your Facebook page or, or grab your on your email? It would be, I, I have a website. Um, well, I have a uh, it's Tanya Busby, T-O-N-Y-A, Busby, B-U-S-B-Y, 1-4, at gmail.com. Um, that's my um, email. And then my website is tanyabusby.com. And the company is Lost Sacred Gifts, which goes to the same place, lostsacredgifts.com. Mm. And um, that's where I help women to find their lost, sacred, internal gifts that they may have that they may have lost, you know, and they're feeling, you know, with, without worth or feeling, you know, low or just have gone through some of the struggles that I have gone through. The coaching program helps them to uh, lost sacred gifts to find those gifts again and to become whole and, and just find those things that they'll be passionate about again. Mm, I like that word right there is the, yeah, to be passionate against so us. And that's, how, I think that's a great way to help people recognize if you're listening and you're like, I don't, how do I know what I've lost? Well, the thing is, if, if you're not feeling passionate about things in your life, if you're not feeling passionate about really having self-care be a part of your routine, you know, um, like, and then, then that's where I would invite people, yes, to reach out to Tanya Busby and, and find out what those programs are, whether you said you love to work with women with um, alcohol or addictions or have left an abusive relationship or trying to leave. And yes, you're just feeling, I need to be passionate about life again. And I think that you'd be a lovely person to have them reach out and, and get some coaching and some support on and, and finding the way to lead it, with your chapter. So Marsh Angles put together the book for you guys. She's oh, she always attracts the most amazing authors. I love you guys. <laughs> and, and Thank the, you. You're welcome. And, and the book, everybody, is Lead, Amazing Woman, Lead. And as we're learning, we lead from a very deep inner 
place from ourselves and it's, it's ourselves first and then others. And it, would you have any final sharing moments about, about self-love and lead and how we lead with that as we say goodbye? I, I do, you know, one of the things, and one of the other things I left out is the empty nester, the woman that is the empty oh. nester, which is who I am today. I'm an empty nester. So yes. it, um, boy, I tell you, if you're, sitting there with no kids and that's all you knew and you're trying to figure yourself out. I'm a great person to work with for, you know, my coaching program because, you know, there is life after children growing up. There is life after the empty nest and it's amazing. I love my life today. I just, life, I'm, life is such a gift. Life is such a gift. And if you're not feeling like your life is a gift, then please contact me. I love that. Tanya, that was perfect, actually. I think there's a lot of women who who would be going through that. So I think, yes, I think that you really lit up there. I think that you will be traveling with a lot of empty nesters. So everybody, Tanya Busby, <laughs> thank you so much for us. And join us next Monday as we hit more essential powers to mastering your mission. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Awesome. We'll see you next week. Oh, bye, Tanya. Thank you. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much. You're Thanks welcome. So. Thank you. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.